This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Before we get into today's program, I would like to thank the thousands of listeners that have downloaded my podcasts. Podcast numbers have doubled in the last three months, and this has prompted me to set up an email account where you can ask questions and leave comments. Please contact me at vedicwisdom at protonmail.com. I will reply as appropriate as quickly as I can. Thank you again for listening, and now on to today's program. And welcome to the Vedic Wisdom. Thanks for being with us today. So today I'd like to talk to you about enlightenment. Now, enlightenment, generally defined, means when one becomes aware of something he wasn't previously aware of. So it can be most anything. Falls into the category of a type of, or a level of, enlightenment. You've heard the people say, well, I don't know really about that. Enlighten me. Okay. And we have that. There's actually levels, stages, periods of our lives when we suddenly go through an enlightenment and we just see things differently. Um, this is always related to near-death experiences, life-threatening experiences, sometimes a comatose state, unconsciousness, a serious accident, a whole variety of things, okay? where we suddenly have a change, an altered state. And it can be considered enlightenment because you have answers to issues you didn't have answers to previously. Now this happens if someone actually begins a quest for self-realization. You will see that this actually happens. That you come to a period of study, you come to a period of research, focus, concentration, meditation... And you end up with a series of perspectives or questions or uncertainties or doubts, if you will, that you go, mm, I just, you know, those things don't quite fit in my overall perspective. I don't quite understand these particular aspects or why this is particularly what's happening to me or to or people around me. And you go, I need to talk to somebody. I need to have an exchange with someone who sees these things as opposed to someone who's on the same level of consciousness I'm on. And by the cosmic arrangement of providence, of time, of the supreme will, uh, of the instructions of the spiritual guide, of association with higher beings, a discussion will take place, or an incident will take place, and suddenly, all of these questions and doubts and, and misconceptions or, or something, for want of a better word, are cleared up. They're just not a problem anymore. You've come to the platform where you see those in a perspective you didn't before. The new perspective gives them relativities. It gives them a position in your own analysis of life. It gives you another level, a stronger level, of understanding. And you interact differently. You relate to people differently, or at least particular individuals. You're in a new platform yourself. You see things with different values. And you see things with different applications and purposes. And this change is a type of enlightenment. You're not where you used to be. You're not different. But your perspective is so much different. 
Because certain facts now add up, or certain gaps in your understanding are filled. And this is a type of enlightenment. And this can happen if you just go to school and you're studying mathematics. And you go, I don't get how you do algebra. And suddenly you get, it just fits all of a sudden. Oh, you know, the big epiphany thing, you know, whoa. And so this can happen in any aspect of your life. But let's step back. What's actually happening is you are having a consciousness change. And that's the real meaning of enlightenment. When you actually go through a change in conscious perspective of your reality, maybe not mine or maybe not everybody else, but you, you are having a unique perspective of your reality. And that perspective is superior to the one you had previously. And you know that. No one has to say, well, take a test and we'll find out if you actually, you know, if you're a genius or you're an idiot or what, anywhere in between. You know it. You recognize that you see things that were confusing you clearly now. You weren't confused or you're not fooled by someone's behavior. They're trying to make you think they're sincere and they're not. You get over these misconceptions by a change of your level of consciousness and perspective such that you are well aware of what the real situation is and you weren't before. Now, according to the Vedic literature, this is what the intelligent person is to do. He's to go through phases and circumstances in his life that stimulate him to want to understand what is really going on and to clear up those questions and problems in his life by a change of consciousness, a type of enlightenment, a change in understanding. And that that is not supposed to stop. Now, we know there's natural transitions that take place between the time you're like 6, 8, 10 years old, 13, 14, 15 years old, 21, 25 years old, 40. I mean, there's other incremental places along there where one's perspective naturally goes through a transition because of your age, your perception, your experience, a variety of things. But what we're talking about here is more than that. We're talking about your level of consciousness, which means your values and perspective of your reality. That is supposed to continue to change. Not indefinitely. Until you get it right. Now that means you have to see things in proper perspective. What is proper perspective? Your opinion, my opinion, they differ. Everybody's opinion. Everybody has an opinion. Everybody has a right to their opinion. All of this stuff... No, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about getting things in proper perspective, seeing things for what they are, from the position of reality. Now you're going, oh, well, who knows? Who can define reality? Well, that's very simple. The supreme personality of Godhead who created this manifestation can define to you what is your reality. You can go on speculating and everybody's going to have an opinion and everybody's going to have a maybe or, maybe, or you know, an opinion or an idea or a theory. But the person that made the place knows. Just like if you have a large building, it's 25 stories high. You have no idea where the fire escapes are. You have no idea where the fire hydrants are. You have no idea where the toilets are. But if you talk to the engineer or the architect that designed it, he knows where everything's at. 
because that's his perspective and his relationship to the building. Similarly, this material world and the entire manifestation, the entire universal structure, the multitudes of unlimited numbers of universes that there are in existence, they're all created by the Supreme Architect. And he is completely aware of where everything is and how everything works and where everybody's at. So the definition of your reality, the true reality, is available to you in the Vedic literature. And it's to help you to get through these stages of enlightenment to absolute enlightenment as soon as possible. Now, why do I say that? I mean, can't I take my whole lifetime to do this? Sure. But if you go ahead and you get it done and you work on it and you get yourself to the platform of seeing things from the highest perspective, then you're of more value. Then your life has meaning. You have contribution. You have meaning and purpose in your life. As opposed to wandering and anxiety. So this is the intelligent aspect. This is the intelligent approach to your life. That you're trying to get through these levels of enlightenment to the topmost level of reality. To topmost level of enlightenment. Now, according to the Vedic literature, these things... Uh, these relative levels of enlightenment culminate in understanding your true identity. That once you get your true identity in place, all the other things can have a relative position and fit into those positions. But if you're speculating and you have a misconception of who you are, then no matter what you do in that illusion, it's still not factual. It's still within a misconception. Again, back to the example, if you have a building and has a poor foundation, it doesn't matter how beautiful you build the building, it's on a bad foundation, it's not secure. But if you get that foundation secure, you can build a host of different kinds of buildings on top of it and they'll all be fine. So the Vedic literature is telling us that you have to understand who you are, how you got here, why you're here, what is your potential, what is your duty, what is your responsibility? How do you how do you act when you are enlightened? What do you do? What is your contribution? And how do you relate to others? But it's based upon true identity. The foundation is seeing things in proper perspective. Now, to give it to you in a nutshell, we've talked about this many times on our program. But in a nutshell, it's the misconception that you're a human being and you have a soul. Now, to some of you say, misconception? What's wrong with that? That is the misconception. The reality is, you are the spirit soul, and you have a temporary material body. So if you've got it backwards, you think you're the body and you have a soul, body, mind, intelligence, whichever, right? and you think you have a soul, that's backwards. That's a misconception. But if you recognize you are the eternal conscious living spirit soul and you have a temporary material body you're driving from within, that's the true conception. Now, if you just take that reversal of perception, it has a profound influence upon everything in your life. Because all the things that you thought were very vitally important are actually all on the temporary platform. 
and the things that are actually on the eternal platform, you're not very skilled at. You're not very experienced in. You're not focusing on. So this first transitional conception is vitally important as the foundation for the development of your enlightenment. And if you make that conscious adjustment and go, okay, let's take it from a supposition point of view. Let's suppose that I am the eternal living entity with a temporary body. What would my values be then? What would be most important to me on the eternal platform of life? What would be insignificant on the temporary platform of life? And take a look at your life, your reality, your perspective of your duty and responsibility from that new perspective. That point of view sheds a complete different level of values on all the things you have, do, experience, care about in your life. So what we have is we have a society that is living based on the upside-down misconception and therefore, there's all sorts of downstream difficulties. And our lives have all these problems in them. We have all these anxieties in our hearts. We have all these conceptions we don't quite understand. We have all these issues that we'd like to resolve. We have desires we can't fulfill. There's a host of things that, whoa, suddenly take on a whole new perspective and... This can be figured out. This is called, whoops, enlightenment. So the enlightenment that we need begins with the proper conception. And it expands from there. Because once you get that first point right, everything else fits in place. When it didn't, it wouldn't, it couldn't. So getting that into position opens the door for the right kind of enlightenment. Not about, oh, now I know how to take a computer apart. No. Now I understand why I didn't see things in proper perspective. Now I hear something in what people are saying that I didn't hear before. Now I notice events in my life with a different value. Now I see my desires with different significance. Some of those desires were, why? Waste of time. Doesn't matter. And other desires I go, I've got to do that. I can't put that off. That is important. If I can get that done, so many other things would be available to me or beneficial or fulfilling. So this is what we need to do. We need to allow this transitional enlightenment to come into our life by seeing things in better perspective so that all of the things in life that matter can get attended to. Because if you're living on the misconception, sure enough, you value the wrong things, you put your life force energy in the wrong place, oh, you get the result, but the result doesn't have any significance. I mean, there are people that go, oh, I want to win the such and such award. Well, 150 people have won the such and such award before you, and after they win it, they just kind of puff. Doesn't matter. Disappear. Carry on. Something else. Why do you want to spend your time winning it? But then you realize, well, wait a minute, there's something else that I want to know how to do. Or there's something else I want to achieve that would be very great and I could have understanding, I could have potential, I could have potency to do further things. Well, that's something to consider. So if we get this uh, perspective down from an enlightened conception of life, not from an uh, acceptable social standard of life, 
We change our values. No one changes us. We change our values. You know that things are different than you thought they were. You see things in a better light. You understand what is of importance to you. Not what you've been told is important, but what you feel within yourself is important. You're establishing your own levels of importance and value. So this is important because without having your own conceptions, without, um, I say, driving your own life and your own values and your own importance, life becomes hollow. You don't get anything out of it. Yeah, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, I'm keeping up with the Joneses. Yeah, I'm taking care of my duties. I'm paying the bills. I'm, I'm doing all these things. But I don't feel anything. It doesn't make me happy. It doesn't make me fulfilled. I'm tired of it. It's go round and round. What is going on? Same old, same old, same old. So the person who's going through that type of life, the person who's feeling these kind of things, oh, same old, same old, they need enlightenment. But nobody's sitting around. Nobody's coming around. Nobody's standing back and saying, you need enlightenment. <laughs> nobody's giving them the answer. And they live a life of frustration. But if you look at your life to this point, you've been through this before. You've been through that position where, oh, round and round, it doesn't work, it doesn't feel right. And suddenly, there's been some change, some event, some experience, some interaction, and you see it all differently. And those problems don't bother you anymore. But as you get older, you neglect that. You forget about that. Oh, yeah, I've been in this position before. And what I need is to have a newer perspective. I have a higher perspective. Something that gives me an innate, intimate relationship, an understanding of who I am and what I'm worth. And something that adjusts my values on my activities and my relationships and my desires. So wake up to that. Or should I say, re-wake up to that. Because through certain phases of your life, these things come naturally at six years old, nine years old, 15, like I said. But as you get older, they're few and far between because we get caught in the socialness of it all. Everybody says this is good enough. Well, okay, it's good enough. But it isn't fulfilling your heart. It isn't making you feel a whole person and satisfied within. So no, it isn't really enough for you. So don't be like everybody else. Be like you. So this is the situation we're in. We have a changing society. We have a changing times. We see technology changing and advancing. But a lot more than that is changing. You look at television. It's becoming retarded. It's degraded. It's immoral. And it's retarded. They treat you like you're a child. Even with the adult commercials. Even the adult programs. They're full of disgusting potty humor. Bodily things, bodily this, bodily that, bodily everything. Money, 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 hate, anger, fight, fuss. That's not the human predicament. They're portraying it. And the people imitate it. And the society degrades itself to hell. Degrade, 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 degrade. Cheating, lying, stealing, all the negative aspects of society become prominent. And that's what's happening. And if that isn't enough, Everybody's dissatisfied. Everybody has way too much anxiety in their life.
the struggle for existence becomes life. It isn't. You don't have a life. Your life is struggling for existence. But you're supposed to struggle for opportunities in life, and your life is fulfilling your opportunities and your desires and your achievements. But that's fallen away. Now it's being stupid and retarded and funny. The things they make you laugh at. Murder. They laugh at murder on television. They laugh at tragedy on television. They make you cold and callous and impersonal and unrealistic in so many ways. But that's not who you are. So you have to step out of the social network, the social media. You have to step out of that. And you have to find beings who are actually looking at their lives and looking for enlightenment. You need to be involved with higher people. People that have gotten rid of their television sets, who have stepped back from their own lives, who have altered the content of their associations. I don't associate with that person anymore. They're too stupid. I don't go there anymore. I can't stand those people. I won't listen to that person because I know they're a liar. They're changing their life. And they're not changing their life by isolating themselves off of reading books and having nothing to do with anybody. You have to seek out people of higher intelligence and associate there. The Vedic literature says that if one wants to make advancement, he must associate with purified souls. Those that have realized who they are, that they're servants of God, that their contribution is a, a part of the Lord's plan, not their own selfishness, and that their intelligence is to continue to grow their entire life. And their levels of enlightenment are to continue to transform their entire life. These kind of people you should seek out and associate with. These kind of people should become your friends. Hopefully some of them are your relatives. But you need to work with them, help them, support them, encourage them. This is a real opportunity of society. Society means a type of organized interaction. It's supposed to be social. It's supposed to be intellectual. It's not supposed to be childish and perverted and disgusting and uh, uh, repugnant. It's supposed to be something that's wonderful, that you thoroughly enjoy the interaction. You come away with something more. Your contribution is respected and accepted and looked forward to as well. So this is where spiritual life is rooted in the proper conception of who you are, in the proper understanding of how to make a real contribution, and in the proper understanding of selflessness over selfishness. This is where it begins. This is where you'll find the fulfillment that you're looking for, and the anxieties will go away. Yes, you do have to change your life. You do have to get rid of those bogus friends of yours. You do have to get rid of the liars and the cheaters and the criminals and the crooks and the disgusting people in your life. Walk off. Yes, you have to join other groups and associate in different places and maybe travel about here and there to meet new people of higher quality. But if you're not doing it, what are you doing to your lifespan? You're wasting it. And the anxiety continues. So relieve yourself of the anxiety. Associate with higher beings. Continue to make yourself have these levels of enlightenment. 
Make it a quest. I haven't had a change in consciousness. I haven't had a new perspective in a long time. I must not be hanging out with the right kind of people. I must not be reading the right kind of books. I must not be doing the right things with my independence. And step up. Change your life. Fulfill your life. And then make a bigger contribution, a higher contribution to the society. Because there's going to be other people that are in anxiety. They're going to be seeking your association because you've been through what they're going through now and you can help them. You can be that interaction or exchange that they're looking for and you can feel that compassion of being a human. You can enjoy helping someone come out of their misconceptions and anxieties of life. This is the real side of humanity. Become more human, more compassionate, more truthful, more caring and loving and giving, selflessness is the key word here. So awaken, enlighten yourself, seek enlightenment, seek enlightened people. Let it be a habit, let it be a quest and a joy and bring you all of that to the level of God consciousness for the next step in your evolutionary enlightenment. Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com slash freefm89 to find out more.